Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. You're listening to an episode of The Host Show. I am your host, Jasper Rivers, and we release a new episode of this show every single Monday. And in these episodes, I interview Airbnb hosts from all around the world to share their stories and provide tips and tricks on how to get started and be successful as an Airbnb host. Now, this episode is brought to you by Legends X, our 90-day short-term rental accelerator program that's designed to help you skill your hosting business by getting yourself out of the daily operations. So that frees up your time so you can become the CEO of your business instead of the manager and really focus on those higher level tasks that move the needle and allow you to grow. So for more information about Legends X and how to join, visit strlegends.com X. Now let's dive into today's episode. Enjoy the show. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Get Paid for Your Pad. And today I have a repeat guest on the show. It's one of my favorite personalities in the short-term rental space. Mr. Mark Simpson, the founder of Boostly. And of course, we are talking about direct bookings. We're talking about how to fill your calendar with direct bookings because that's what Mark is the expert on. So Mark, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. This is episode number four that I've been back. So is this your fourth me. time? Past the hat trick ball now. So I'm on number four. So I'm wow. going double hat trick. <laughs> so that's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. So I would love to get insights from you and you know what's happened in the markets over the last couple of years and what's happening with direct bookings. The the specific topics that we're going to get into is obviously how do we get direct bookings, but a couple of different ways to think about direct bookings, right? It's it's like getting getting your guests who've already stayed with you to book direct when they when they want to come back. It is kind of motivating people that find you on the different OTAs to book review direct, or it's like, you know, just using your, your own marketing strategies to get people to find you directly. Right. So I guess these are kind of the three main strategies here. So, so yeah, man, let's dive in. Um, let's just start with the first one. Like how do, how do we get people to find us instead of Airbnb or one of the other OTAs? Yeah. And, and, and this works like a, a couple of the- couple of ways. So you can do it where they can land on your website or land on your social media instead of going to Airbnb, Booking.com, Verbo. Or there's a cool way that you can have someone land on, let's just say your Airbnb listing or your Booking.com listing, and then they find you after that. Because one, one of the big sort of misconceptions with what I talk about, especially with direct bookings, is that hosts think that I'm asking them to go cold turkey on the OTAs by saying they've got to delete all your listings and just go 100% book direct. I always say, no, that's not the case. Going hundred percent book direct is just as dangerous as going hundred percent OTA led for all of your reservations. You've got to have a healthy mix. 
and sort of, I feel like everybody who listens to this, to this podcast and tunes in, they're an investor in some way, shape or form. And it's, and, and the best example I gave to somebody recently in America was, was about me saying, well, it's like me taking a hundred pounds of money that I've got a hundred pounds or a hundred dollars to spend. And I just go and put it all on a meme coin in cryptocurrency. You'd call me crazy of just investing every single one of my pennies into a, a into one investment strategy, which is a bit bananas. And it's the same with when you promote your business. Doesn't matter whether it's hospitality, doesn't matter whether you're doing whatever, like website design or anything. You don't want to be putting all of your eggs in, in one basket. And this is what I talk about when it comes to marketing your business. Unfortunately, I see so many people just have a an OTA account, an Airbnb account, and they just rely solely on Airbnb to drive bookings in. And one of the things that I'm trying to do is educate everybody and say, listen, you can have an Airbnb account, you can have your Airbnb listing, but we also need to make sure that you're on other channels as well as having social media and your own website. So the first part, how can we have an Airbnb listing and how can we drive people back to us? And one of the cool things that you can do is you can actually optimize your Airbnb listing. And the cool thing about Airbnb that you don't really get the chance to do on booking.com or on Verbo is that you can really personalize it. One of the things that I love to do is to take full advantage of the pictures. So obviously you'll know that when you upload an, your list into Airbnb, they encourage you to add in as many pictures as possible. The sort of the recommended level is between 20 and 30. But one of the things that so many people don't do is they don't take full advantage of that. And one of the things that you can do really simply, and it costs no more than 20 euros, $20 to do, is you can add a map of your local area where your property is. So for example, say you've got a property in, I don't know, Nashville, right? Nashville in, in, in Tennessee, and your property is located wherever it's located. You can go onto Fiverr, you can type in 3D map designer or cartoon map designer, and you can ask them to draw a map of Nashville and they can pinpoint where your property is. And you can have a nice little sort of pin going right in and you can name the property and name your brand. So say that it was Boostly B&B, for example, you can put Nashville map of where your property is. We are located here. You can call it the White House by Boostly B&B. Now, what you're trying to do and what you're instantly doing here is that you're showing the future potential guest that you are a proper company. And what it will encourage people to do is to run a Google search. This is the whole point of having an Airbnb listing is to go, oh, hang on a second. This looks cool. Can I find out more information from them on Google? So that's the first thing. Take advantage by creating a little 3D map, showing where your property is, and also as well, have a little pinpoint map branding your business. And you you upload that as one of your image options on, on Airbnb. Now, the second thing to do in your description of your listing, so in the description of your listing, again, with Airbnb compared to all the other OTAs, you get a chance to edit as much as what you like in there. One of the things that I really like to do is instantly from the off, explain the property name by the property company. So you'd put, again, if we're going to do the Boosley, the Boosley example, say this, you are looking at the White House by Boosley B&B. Okay. So instantly you're branding it and you're showcasing that you are a proper company on this one. Because again, what it's doing is it's sinking into the to the psychological aspect of the future potential guest that you're, this is not like a, a side hobby. This is not like a, a second or third home that you're just putting on an Airbnb to get some side income. You are a proper company and they are going to stay with you and they're going to get all the benefits of doing so. And then the final optimization is done in your profile bio. 
And this is a really untapped marketing resource by everybody on Airbnb, pretty much everybody on Airbnb. Because your profile bio, you just upload your picture and that's it. You actually have got a really good hack in here of driving people from your bio to a Google search. So in the profile bio, your user bio, you can, again, have a picture. You can either use your personal picture or I see so many people uploading their company logo. It's cool either way. And in that first line of text in the bio, you'll put about, hey, my name is Mark Simpson. I'm the founder of Boostly B&B. Boostly B&B. Check out online reviews. They're rather good. So what, again, you're doing is you're getting the guest every single point of seeing that to then drive them to running a Google search. So then you're trying to get them to type in Boostly B&B. You're trying to get them to type in the White Lodge or wherever it may be. But when you'd run that search on Google, as long as you've got a direct booking website, then you're going to go from Airbnb, they'll type in Boostly B&B onto Google, and then your direct booking website will sit there right at the very top. And then you're going to drive them back into your world, into what I like to call your mousetrap. And then once you've got them on your website, then you can be sneaky and trying to basically say, hey, so this is what we've got. We've not just got the, the white house. We've got the red house. We've got the blue house. We've got the black house. And we've not only got properties in Nashville, we've got properties all over the United States. Check them all out here on our own map. And this is our direct booking site. Very nice little way of borrowing that traffic. Just playing uh, devil's advocate here. Isn't it preferred to get your, when you don't know the guest, isn't it better to get the booking through Airbnb? Because then like you're more secure versus when they book direct with you. How do we how do we know if this is going to be good guests? We we don't see any reviews or anything. I love that, and when, I remember my first podcast episode with you. The first thing that you said, "Let me play devil's advocate here," and we're doing it again <laughs> on episode four. So I love it. And okay, so this is a thing that comes up a lot, and the more and more and more that I speak to people in in, in America and in Canada who got property over there, this is a really important question. The clubhouse rooms or wherever I go, and there are now really fantastic companies that are set up to protect the host that have a better cover than air cover. One of the ones that instantly comes to mind is superhog. So superhog.com, go and check them out. They give you that level of protection. So when a booking and reservation comes in, it gets the guests to verify who they are. And as soon as they verify who they are, when they book direct, then you are covered up to certain amount. And if they don't, and if they refuse, Simple. You cancel the booking. And because it's a direct booking, you can cancel that reservation. You, you know, one of the main things that anybody says with Airbnb is that you never, ever, ever cancel an Airbnb booking because you might as well just delete your whole account. Because as soon as you do that, your super host status goes, you know, your algorithm tanks and drops. But when it's a direct booking, there's no algorithm that you're stressing about. There's no middleman that you're worried about. It's your rules. It's your business. It's your policy. And if somebody books and they refuse to go through the verification process, that is the biggest red flags of all red flags. You just cancel the booking. So you're safe. Mm. So the, the, the good news is, is that there are so many service providers now for hosts. doesn't matter if you've got one property, five properties, 10, 20, or a hundred. There's providers and services for everybody along your hosting journey now. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good answer, man. I'll give you the answer. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about a few other things here. So we covered, you know, how can we best, you know, educate our, our guests to book direct with us? What are some strategies to, to have the guests find you in the first place instead yeah. of, instead of Airbnb? 
Yeah. So let's just park the Airbnb question. Like Airbnb, booking.com, Verbo, they spend a phenomenal amounts of money on advertising and marketing. So sometimes you are just going to suck it up and just know for a fact that if someone's coming to your property, sorry, someone's coming to your location or your area or your resort for the first time, they will just go to a channel that they know best, which is Airbnb, booking.com or Verbo. So that's some things that you can do if they hit there first. But let's now talk about how you can drive people to you instead of going to Airbnb. And one of the best, best, best ways to do this, and the caveat to this and the context of this is it helps if you've had guests in the past. So I'm speaking to you that have been running for maybe a season. So you've had a season under your belt, you've got a year under your belt, because this tactic is going to be so much easier. And that you are going to tap in to people that have already stayed with you. So anybody that has already booked with you, stayed with you, you're going to tap into that no like, love and trust factor because they already know you, they've known the property, they've stayed there and they've had a great time. So what you can do here is that you can adopt a tactic that I love to do and I tell, I speak about it so much, is called the do you know anyone? So it's a very simple email blast out. It can be a one-on-one email. It can be an email blast if you've been collecting email addresses. And I know we're going to talk about that later. It could be a text message, a phone call if you're feeling old school, or it could be whatever it may be, a simple message to someone who stayed with you before. And instead of me asking you, Jasper, saying, hey, so remember when you stayed at the White House, you want to come back again? That's very direct. Most of the time you'll get a no. But if you rephrase the question as, Hey, Jasper, do you know anyone who's coming to Nashville? Do you know anyone who needs to find accommodation in wherever your properties are? It's a different style of question. And you'll be amazed at what the answer will be. Because it's not me directly asking you, it's asking you if you know anybody. People are more likely to sort of go, hmm, well, actually I do. And this tactic works amazingly well with business guests, but it works also really well with with anybody who stayed with you for a, a leisure vacation. As, as well. So number one, tap into the people that have already stayed with you. Number two is tap into your network. So your specific network, anybody in your phone book, anybody in your social media, follows you on Facebook, et cetera. Ask the question, do you know anyone who's come into the area? Because that social proof is key. And I, I've say this tactic and tip to so many people who are just getting started. So people who have not yet had a reservation, they say, well, how do I get bookings? And I say, well, tap into the people who already know you, your friend group, your family, your coworkers, the people who do the school run with, people who do soccer practice with, because these are your friends. And if you can't ask your friends for a recommendation, then how are you going to do it to a complete stranger? So again, Mm. another tactic right there. And all of these that we're talking about don't cost you any money. This is the main Mm -hmm. sort of thing that I see so many people doing is they say, I have to spend money. You don't have to. And, And the other final one, again, doesn't cost any money at all, but it's just hitting up those Facebook groups. So if you don't know anybody, if you've got nobody in your phone book, you've not had any guests stay with you before, and you're really struggling, go into the Facebook groups, go into the Facebook groups of where your properties are at. So the location and the niche. So location. So if my all my properties are in Nashville, I'm about to open up next week, or I've been going for a while now and I want to get my own bookings, but I don't know anybody in Nashville, go into the Facebook groups, find business groups in Facebook, find location groups in Facebook, and also find them around your niche. So if you, for example, specialize and your niche is traveling healthcare workers, okay, there'll be traveling healthcare workers, Facebook groups, you can go and list and put your property and your business on, and they will find you that way. 
So it's, it's, and, and plus as well, there's like uh, furnish finders and, and there's so many other channels that you don't need to go down the route of just Airbnb, booking.com and Verbo. Mm-hmm. It's about making sure that you're as visible as possible. And while you're doing all of this, simply document the process, document on social media, documentation over creation is, is definitely the way to go because you'll just find that you'll naturally have people start drawing to you. Mm. So when you say documentation is like you're, you're, you're kind of just sharing your life on, on Instagram or other social media platforms? Well, like your business journey. So if you've got a property and you've just opened a new property, I see so many people do like a cool walkthrough. So we just grab the phone and just go on Instagram or wherever it may be, Facebook, and they'll just do a little walkthrough, a live video. If your connection is strong or just they'll film it and just say, Hey, so this is the new one that we've got. If you've got new photographer coming in to, to take pictures to say, you know, just document the process, document the day to day. There's a really cool YouTube channel call it's by Kristen and Michael. They've got a property in Joshua tree. They've only got one. They live in LA and they are documenting through these cool little YouTube videos. And they're like mini movies and they put them out once a month or once, uh, once every while. And it's such a beautiful journey to watch because you've shown it from making the purchase to doing it up, to adding all the features in all the way along the journey. And now we're about five months in and they're talking about the guests that they've had, the experiences and the stories because people stories sell, you know, and people come along for the ride. And, you know, imagine now if you've been following these, this couple on YouTube and you've watched it from pretty much the first vlog, the first episode, and now it's five or six months in and you're thinking, well, I would like to go and stay there. I think I'd be really cool to go and stay with the place that I've seen built. And you, you sort of bring a, you bring along your tribe and, you know, and this is something that I see so many hosts now in the Boostly community, the Boostly world, I see them do it really well. I've, we've had people who started doing Facebook lives as they had a walk on the beach every morning, uh, Tracy Tolman um, in, in the United Kingdom. And now she's become the go-to in her area. People see her on the beach in the morning doing a Facebook live as she's just talking and just touching about the day and the experiences of being a host and whatnot. People recognize her. And when now when anybody is looking for a place to stay, whether it's a friend who's coming to the town and they haven't got accommodation, they haven't got the room in their house and they need a place to stay. They're saying, oh, check out Tracy, check out the guest house. There's power in consistency. There's, there's a power mm-hmm. in like putting yourself out there. And you don't have to be the world's best Instagrammer. You don't have to do all the fancy things and spend all the money. You just got to be consistent and document your process. Yeah, that's a great one. One question, when you send out an email to your past guests, do you offer them any type of incentive to refer you people? And do you offer an incentive for the people to book direct with you, like a discount? Yeah, great point. And it's something that I've, I forgot to include in that. When you ask the question, you've always got to dangle the carrot. So dangle that carrot of an, of an incentive. And it doesn't have to be money. It doesn't have to be cash, but you can do so. It could be, you know, if you know the person personally and you know that they love a certain type of whiskey, just say, hey, you know, if they book, I'll send you a bottle of that whiskey that you love. That could be 30, 40, $50. But if you've got properties that are renting out for a couple of grand, let's say three grand, a $50 whiskey purchase is so much better than the commission that you're going to have to pay. And plus as well, all the rules and the middlemen you're going to have to deal with. So I always dangle the carrot. One of the simplest things is just put, you know, if somebody books and they mention you, we'll send you some gifts in the post as a thank you. And when that does happen, then you can contact them directly and just say, Hey, Jasper. So this person mentioned you directly. They booked, just want to send you something, say, thank you. 
let us know your address or email address or whatever. It could be something on email. It could be something through physical post, however that may be. But yeah, you've always got to dangle the sort of the incentive carrot because people will naturally help. But if you can dangle that carrot, then more people are likely to, to make a move. And hmm. to answer the other part of that question, would you give a discount to or some money off to that the friend of the friend? Yeah, hundred percent. You could do five percent, you know, whatever it may be. You could give them incentives. It could be like an earlier check-in time or whatever that may be, a better rate. But it then it encourages them to come directly to you. Yeah, makes sense. What do you see are some of the biggest mistakes that hosts make when they start with direct bookings? Yeah. So again, one one of the big misconceptions was we kind of alluded at the start is that when I talk about direct bookings, people think that they have to go and delete their Airbnb account, delete the booking.com account, delete the Berber account, and they're going to have to use money on Google ads and Facebook ads. You don't have to do any of that. You still need to have your visibility on Airbnb. You still need to have your visibility on Verbo on booking.com. You've got to change it. So you've got to make them work for you and not the other way around. Uh, I've chatted to a few people in the industry and we all feel that the fair mix would be 65% direct, 35% would be OTAs. But that, those OTAs aren't just one channel. Those OTAs are a spread. So out of that 35%, you may have, say, 20% from Airbnb with about you know 10% from Verbo with a 5% booking.com or whatever the ratio you want it to be. The more that Hopper Homes get a bit more popular and uh, Wimstay and his other OTAs. So you basically have a 65% direct, 35% OTAs, but you're going to make sure you spread everywhere. So the most important thing you've got to get is a good PMS. And the biggest mistake, bring it to like the most important mistake that I see people make is that they'll go with a PMS that they see a friend has gone with or somebody in a Facebook group has gone with. They'll just go for it just for that reason alone. What I always recommend to everybody, and we have these phone calls a lot, mostly websites is like the major part of what we do here. Like this is how we help hosts. We get on phone calls, about 20 to 30 phone calls a week we get on with, with hosts from around the world. And we always get onto that topic of the, of the PMS and we say, well, who do you use? And this, they'll say whoever, and then they'll, and I'll go, well, why did you pick them? And this goes, oh, I was a friend recommended it to me or whatever. And I say, are you happy? And they go, well, no, because of X, Y, and Z. So one of the biggest things that you can do to eradicate that is take advantage of the free trials, take advantage of the demos, you know, filter it down to maybe three or four, and then do a test, do a demo with those three or four, and then make your decision afterwards. But the most important thing is that you get one. I still speak to people to the day, but do not have a property management software in place for their business. They are doing it all through the iCal link up on Airbnb into wherever, and it's and it's a big mess. The best thing to do, get started and get started on property one. Uh, there are some people that say you don't need to have a PMS until you get to property five, six, or seven. I don't agree with that. The sooner you start, the better, because then you get into the routine and into the structure and you can grow along the way. And the final mistake is that they have one PMS and they think they're going to stay with them forever. You know, this game is leveling up. And we were talking about it before we hit the record button about our own businesses leveling up and the same with hospitality, it levels up. So from one to five, you may be with a certain PMS, but as soon as you get to property six, you need more features, you need more systems, you may have more reports you need to do. So you level up your PMS. And the same when you get to 20, 50, 100, you'll change as you grow. Uh, and so that's one of the most important things. Yeah. With the thing with, the thing with the PMS is a lot of PMSs also offer like kind of like a built-in direct booking platform, right? Yeah. 
Now, I know obviously you have you have the Boostly website, which is which is something that we we personally use as well. So we we know the difference between that direct booking website and the direct booking website that the PMS provides. But what would you say? You know, what what would you say is like the main differences between the two? Yeah, well, the, the the biggest one that we've recently just discovered because we jumped on a phone call with a host who was a bit distraught. And the reason being is that they were with one PMS and I won't say who they were with, but they recently changed to another. And when you rely on the free website with said PMS and you change, you lose that website. So if you've done any sort of personalization, any amendments, any SEO or anything like that, it goes like this. So one of the main things that I talk about is never build your house on someone else's land. And this host had done that, not with an Airbnb, but with his PMS. And when you have a, a WordPress website, so a Boostly WordPress website, the best sort of sort of example I can give you is that it is on your land and you can change PMS as many times as you want. You can go from whoever to whoever to whoever. You never lose this core base because all we do in the back end is we just change the code and where it's pointing to. Mm-hmm. That's the big one. The second one is things that I've talked about many, many times. WordPress is the most used CMS, content management system platform in the world. It's the most recommended. Google prefers it to anything else. I don't know which one PMS was the first to offer a free website, but now they all do. But everybody admits, and you know, I can easily say this because they all say it publicly to me, is that it's just a glorified landing page. It's That is all it is. They don't want to become website designers. This is why they're all partnering with us because we are the go-to website designers. And because of that, you get more power. So live chat, live reviews, all the cool things that you can do, but you are limited with your free PMS website. Yeah. Yeah. yeah going back to what you were saying earlier about the, the biggest mistakes that people make with, with our bookings is, um, you know, it's interesting because I'm thinking about thinking about the different properties that I own or manage, and they're all in a very different stage in the direct booking cycle, if you will. Like one of my properties is actually, I'm, I'm actually, we're, we're maybe getting an, Air, an Airbnb or OTA booking once a month or something, you know, mm-hmm. maybe twice a month or something. The rest is all, the rest is all direct because over the years we've built the channels, you know, the, the website, the Instagram and, you know, Airbnb is just not, or the OTAs are just not the, the main source of, of, of guests anymore. You know, it's become a kind of like uh yeah, we're still on there, you know, out of the five rooms that we have on the property, we still have two rooms on Airbnb. Is this um, the one in Asia or is this the one in? No, no, this, this is one in Egypt, actually. In Egypt. Okay, yeah, cool. It's a, so it's, it's, a, small... it's, a, it's, a, it's a compound effect. It's a compound effect of just consistently building up and building and building up. And that's exactly, the, yeah. That's the effect. Yeah, amazing. Well, that's, a, that's the thing. Exactly. Like this property is, has those assets, has the assets of like the website and, and the yeah. Instagram. And over the years, like people have gone to know that. On the other end of the spectrum, I also have a property where that's completely reliant on Airbnb. You know, and and it, it's it's doing it's doing really well, but that property is being managed by a different property management company. And I mean, I'm sorry, I'm lying. They actually do have their direct booking stuff set up on on their end. So I'm not I'm not exactly sure how many what percentage of the direct bookings that we get. Mm-hmm. But then with our newest property that Eric and I bought in Idlewild in California, we are we started just with Airbnb. 
And the reason that we do that is because we want to get some momentum on that platform. And when once, you know, once we have like a certain amount of reviews, then we, you know, now we are starting to shift to direct bookings, right? We just got the website up with you yeah. guys actually a couple couple of weeks ago. So now we're we're starting with the with our, our current customer base of reaching out to them and saying, like, hey, if you want to come back, you know, here's here's yeah. an incentive to book direct. But now we're also going to start you know, implementing those strategies that you were talking about to to drive more direct bookings essentially. So just kind of want to confirm that that point that you made is like there's different strategies that you want to use at different points. But I, I definitely agree with you that it's definitely worthwhile to have that PMS and have that direct booking website in place from the get-go. Because there's there's a learning curve. There's you know, like you said, consistency that you have to have consistency behind it. You want to set up your systems. And also, you know, with the P on the PMS side too, it's like if you have like one or two properties and you're planning to scale to five or ten, when you have one or two, you still have a lot of time, right? Mm -hmm. So you have time to learn the P how the PMS works and really dial everything in and optimize it. When you know, if you if you get it once you're forced to because you just can't handle it anymore, now you're in a tough spot because now you need to learn all that stuff while you're already kind of overwhelmed. So. Well, the cool um, thing is as well is that as you grow, so I was going to say, as you grow and you get to a point where you're getting six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and you're ready to move to a new one, the cool thing is, is that you are also ready to hire. And all you need mm -hmm. to do is to go onto onlinejobs.ph and type in Airbnb in, in, in the search. And there are hundreds of amazingly skilled people who are virtual team members who can come in, who know the systems, know the structure. You can even dive down the filters a little bit more and put in the PMS that you're working with. And you could find somebody that already knows the system, the structure, how it works, and you just plug it in, plug them in, in into your business. Because as you grow and you scale, you get more money, but you lose the time. When you start out, you've got all the time, but not the money. But slowly mm -hmm. sort of goes like that. And, you know, the biggest mistake that I see so many business owners make, not just in hospitality, but from the world of business is that they get the money, they haven't got the time, but they're still trying to do all of this. You know, you talk about it so well in, in, in the program that you do, which is Hectic Host. And, you know, it's, it's, they're trying doing all of this when they've got this. So it's about, uh, you know, balancing it all out. It's all about balance. So, and again, bringing it back to, you're talking about with the property you and Eric got, the thing that I said right at the very start, it's about making the OTAs work for you not the other way around. When you need the OTAs is at launch. So you might as well tap all in, go all in, go crazy, go nuts. But as soon as you've launched, as soon as you've got the guests, you've got people coming through your door, you've got so many power in your hands. Like the simplest thing that I see is a fridge magnet on the door, as a fridge, sorry, fridge magnet on the fridge with a little sign saying, hey, do you know anybody who needs to come get away? Give them our details. Here's our Instagram. If they book direct, they get a discount. You get a discount. Or come back, join our email list, whatever you want to call it. Take up that real estate that is in your properties, like the, the hot key points. I see people make cool little 3D signs now that have an Instagram logo, follow us on, on Instagram, join our email list, all that cool stuff. So we can start to get people in your database, in your list, so you can start to reach out to them after they've leave to get them to come back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. I know you've developed a, a really cool tool to yes. help people figure out how well are they doing with, with direct booking. So I'll, I'll let you explain it because you, you know it best. So. Yeah. So we've tapped into this AI technology about a couple of months ago. I, I wanted to create something because I talk about direct bookings a lot. And there are a lot of people who come into my world 
we've got many, many, many people that are part of either the Boosted community or here, there, everywhere, part of the YouTube channel or whatnot. And they, they come to me and they ask a question and it's like, well, my instant question back is, well, where are you in the world? How many properties you've got? What are you currently doing? And I just felt like my inbox was just replying to the same questions time and time mm. again. So I wanted to create a tool that would give them their direct booking score based on 15 questions that would be pre-programmed in. So we put it together. We got hold of this cool technology. We created a domain, which is getbookeddirect.com. And every single one of uh, your listeners can go on right now. They can hit the little orange button and you can find out your direct booking score compared to thousands of other hosts from all over the world, which is exciting because then at the end of it, you'll have your score. You'll know where you'll need to work. You'll know where you need to improve on. And plus as well for everybody that that takes part in it, I actually pack you off with a little bonus goodie as well, which is I'm calling the boost your bookings booster pack. <laughs> so you get that, which will give you loads of little cool, little quick wins that you can put into practice. So yeah, it's, it's out, it's ready. And I'd love as many people as possible to go in and fill it in and, and check out what, what your score is. Yeah, that sounds fun, man. I'm excited to, to get my score. So yeah. based on the score, are you, you're going to give some advice on like where you can improve? Yeah. So the, the way that it's broke down with, with the algorithm is that once you've got your answer, you'll go and see loads of different screens. So I've got loads of little videos and loads of little screens lined up depending on what the score is. And depending on what you tell me, because it asks questions in terms of what you're currently now, what you're not doing, mm-hmm. what's your occupancy levels, what's your average you know, ADR, like what's your average uh, rates of direct bookings, all of that jazz. And it'll It'll tell me everything. And we've pre-programmed everything with with this AI technology. And depending on what your score is, you'll see a screen. Little short, little video. And it'll go, right, this is what I want you to work on. And then as soon as you filled it in, you'll have a little link to your Boost Your Bookings Booster Pack. And that'll pack you off with some little bonus tips as well. So yeah, excited. Excited to test it with, with, with the audience and see what the results are. Yeah, I'm excited too, man. Like This sounds fun. Getbookeddirect.com is the yeah. is the page, right? Is the URL. Get yeah, getbookeddirect.com. And what I'm going to do as well for a limited time is one person who fills it in, and I'll I'll sort of put a, like a little limit on this and a gap on this, but I'll pick one person and I'll do a personalized marketing review for them. So I'll look at the answers, I'll look at all of the context around it, and I'll I'll get in contact with them and I'll do a personalized one-on-one. Uh, marketing review. And I normally charge about $2,000 for that normally. So it's a, it's a big product. It takes up a lot of my time, but I'll do it for one person of, of your community. For You have to go and fill it in sharpish. So get bookdirect.com. <laughs> All right. So there's a, there's a little extra, extra carrot. Yeah. Dangling, dangle, the, dangle, carrot. dangling the carrot. Well, that's, how, the that's, carrot. that's how we do it. That's how we need to approach our, our guests as well. You know, we need to dangle these carrots, right? Sweet man, get bookeddirect.com. I'm going to fill it out right after this podcast because you got me, you got me curious about the, the algorithm and stuff. Like I love, I uh-huh. love stuff like that. So does it take a lot? How long does it take? Like, oh, three minutes. Uh, oh, okay. I called it the three minute marketing test. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. Marketing okay. test. Yeah, it I was takes, just... <laughs> takes no time at all. So yeah, I really wanted to create something that you weren't sat in front of a screen for hours trying to fill it in. Because normally when you like come to something like this, it'll you'll be there for ages. They ask like a hundred questions and all that. I want it to be short, sharp, sweet, to the point. You can do it on your phone, on your computer, your laptop, your tablet, whatever. Simple to do. Tap, 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 and it'll give you give you some results. Sweet man. I was I was I was just asking because I look at my calendar. I was like, oh, I got another meeting in fifteen minutes. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I have time to fill this thing out. But awesome, dude. Well, uh, yeah. Congrats on on developing that. 
That sounds really cool. Any final words before we wrap number four, podcast number four with you? Uh, yeah, no, well, first and foremost, thank you very much. Congratulations on your journey to episode 500. That's a massive, massive milestone. And if anybody wants to come and say hi after this, Instagram is the best place. It's at Boostly UK. If you want to get that link, if you need, need me to spell it out, just come to Instagram at Boostly UK and I'll, and I'll get that to you. But yeah, thank you for having me again. Excited to, Absolutely. to, to work more with you in the future. So appreciate yeah, it. man, look, look forward to uh, episode number five that we'll do together at some point. I'm yeah, sure before, it, before it. we hit a thousand, we'll, we'll, we'll do it for sure. Definitely. Sign awesome, Mark. <laughs> Thanks so much. And everybody who's listening, thank you as well. And I will be back on Friday with another podcast of Get Paid for Your Pad. See you then. Thank you so much for listening to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. We really hope you enjoyed the show. And if you want to learn more about hosting on Airbnb and building a short-term rental business, then go ahead and subscribe to our daily email newsletter at getpaidforyourpad.com. And if you're just starting out on Airbnb, make sure to download our free Airbnb starter guide at getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash get started if you enjoy this podcast make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and please leave us a review on apple podcast for a chance to win lifetime access to the short-term rental profit academy our starter course for anybody who wants to start an airbnb business every month we select one random reviewer and give that person access to the course um, so if you want to have a chance to win access to the course, uh, please leave us a review and then uh, you might uh, join our program pretty soon. So thank you for listening. Check back every Monday for a new episode of The Host Show and every Friday for an episode of SDR Conversations of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet.